Hi there. Welcome to episode 61 of the Wayback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. What you were just listening to is what many, myself included, considered a dream come true for the Smash Brothers series. It's a mashup of a couple of tunes from the legendary Mega Man 2. And having that music remixed by the masters involved in the Smash Brothers series is really why we're here. Our sonic journey through Nintendo's all-star brawl fest continues right now. Climb in your R-Wing, head to Planet Zebes, and equip your leaf shields, because tonight we talk about the Metroid, Star Fox, and Mega Man music from the Super Smash Brothers series. Well, Matt. Yes, sir. It's It's been a little while. Our schedule's kind of gotten in the way uh, uh, of this, but boy, we could not have picked a better day to come back, huh? Oh my god, we really couldn't have. We are recording this on the day the Smash Brothers Direct landed, uh, and if you missed out on it, there was a lot of really great music news included in that, including <laughs> Castlevania is now involved in oh, Super Smash yeah. Brothers with, what, over 35 tracks from the series appearing in the game? That's a tremendous amount of great music. Not only that, but there's over 800 songs on the soundtrack to Smash 4. Nine, <laughs> 900 if you include, non, include non-stage music. That is a tremendous amount of great music. <laughs> so if anyone was wondering why we're doing Smash Brothers this way... <laughs> there's, there's nothing greater than uh, global vindication... I, especially on this scale. Seriously. Uh, and I tell you, um, once this new game comes out, we're, we're still going to have a hard time doing this whole thing. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But when the new game comes out, we have got to do another episode just on the new music from uh, from Ultimate because th- the, the tunes that are up there now. The, did you hear the Castlevania tune that's on the website right now? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't realize they released it. Crap. All right. Oh, my go goodness. Yeah, it's um, uh, Bloody Tears. Nice. From, from Simon's Quest, and it is... Uh, I was such a huge fan of Simon's <laughs> Quest. I love that game. I'm just a huge fan of Castlevania in general. I agree. I, I, I adore agree. Castlevania. Um, I was just talking to Matt how uh, uh, right before we started the show that I'm, I was, I've been itching for Simon Belmont to be in Castlevania ever since Brawl when they announced Sonic was in. You know, Once third-party characters were in, it was like, whole, Castlevania is such a quintessential Nintendo thing yeah and had been for so long and especially after Mega Man was put into the game it's like all right we got pit we got Mega Man now we just need simon belmont we've got the captain n team <laughs> i mean i have but when they did the smash ballot that was my choice simon belmont and um i'm sure you like many others i'm yeah i'm sure many others although apparently bayonetta won that which uh i still don't believe mm. for the life <laughs> whatever don't get me wrong i love bayonetta and uh i think that's a really interesting addition to the smash brothers universe and uh, having recently played through the first bayonetta and some of bayonetta 2 those games are awesome (laughs) but uh i'll have to take your word for it there's just no way that character is more popular than 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 uh, anyone from castlevania but man they did castlevania justice Oh my oh, god! It looks gorgeous. It the, looks the, the stage, the Dracula, the music. Ah! <laughs> the Belmonts. The Belmonts look fantastic. The oh animation is true to the old, uh, the old Nintendo. It's it's gonna be great. It's a fantastic addition. And my favorite thing is the fact that um, Simon has like the the limp whip that you can like whip around. Yeah, you can from do the wiggly whip. 
Wiggly Whip, yeah. You got Simon Belmont and you got Rector Belmont. Richter. You got Alucard as a as assist trophy. Mm-hmm. You got Medusa and the uh, Frankenstein's monster, the Reaper, the, Reaper werewolf. Uh, the werewolf, and apparently Kid Dracula mm-hmm. as a, a stage hazard that's like was teased at. I mean, that's clearly what the silhouette was. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. I can't wait to see that. We got King K. Rule from the Donkey Kong Country series yes, tossed let's in there. Yes, not forget about that. With an amazing new rendition of Gangplank Galleon blasting in the background. So that was outstanding. Uh, <laughs> we got Crom from Fire Emblem. I don't mm-hmm. know or really care about Fire Emblem, but I know a lot of people wanted him in the last game, and he was like part of a uh, final smash for someone. So yay, Fire Emblem fans for getting Crom in there. And I really if- like the, the, the Fire Emblem characters. Ike was, was my guy in Brawl. Oh, yeah. I love the characters in the yeah. games. Uh, yeah, I, no, well, I've never played Fire right. Emblem. I I loved the ones that they had before uh, Smash Four, where they just went way overboard with it, and they put <laughs> there's there was more uh, Fire Emblem representation in the game than there was yeah. Zelda representation, which was like, are you kidding me? Say what? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Um, but it's Bayonetta over Simon. I mean, what's the deal there? Exactly. But relevant to our interests tonight, the other character they mentioned was Dark Samus. Yes, sir. Uh, complete with, I think there was some new Metroid music floating around in there. I, there was a play in something that I didn't immediately recognize, but mm-hmm. um, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Um, so, as much as fun as this all is, yeah, we are yeah. here to talk about what has come already. We have, a job, already. To we have a job to fans. do, and unfortunately the soundtrack to Smash Brothers Ultimate is not available to us yet, so we are yeah. continuing our journey of Smash 1 through 4, and tonight we're going to be concentrating on music that hails from the Metroid, Star Fox, and Mega Man franchises. Uh, and we're going to start off with Metroid. So let's get to work, shall we? Uh, yes, please. So the first one we're going to be listening to is hails to us from Smash 4, uh, and this is Title from the original Metroid. Uh, and this uh, was arranged by Kota Takahashi. Uh, who we've spoken about before on the show, uh, responsible for music for Mother 3 and various Kirby titles. And this is a remake of the original um, uh, title screen music from the original NES slash Famicom Metroid by Hirokazu Tanaka. Uh, This is a really excellent rendition of this, as everything we're going to be listening to is. So uh, real quick, if you're unfamiliar with this, I'm going to play you a snippet of the Famicom Disk System, which was the original release version of the title music from the original Metroid. So here you go. That's just a snippet, because here we go into the real thing. Hailing to us from Smash 4, here is title, Metroid, arranged by Kota Takahashi. Enjoy. (laughs) 
off to a good start. Oh man. That that rendition of that song is what I feel like Michael Bay hears in his head when he takes some bit of nostalgia for us and turns it into a, you know, a, a giant blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty um cuz that um iconic boom bing boom that part is very stark in the original games and oh, yeah it's very very reserved it's a very I, beautiful and eerie piece and this is the total opposite oh yeah setting the tone for the original metroid series and 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 then they you know take it and and step it up and you know you're you're, you're doing a, you're playing a fighting game so i think I, I, I kind of feel like the um michael bay reference was a good reference because they took a game that was um, eerie and explore exploration based. Take that music and then put it into a fully action packed, like nonstop beat 'em up fighting side scrolling game, and and that's what you get. And I think it's I think it's the perfect um, put together. If I'm not mistaken, isn't there a little bit of the um, the ending credits music in there too? Yes, there is. There's yeah, a little bit of the ending credits music in there. Um, it's it's very um, kind of. I guess almost subtly mixed into the um the really pretty part of uh, mm-hmm. the the title screen music there, but yeah, there's a there's a there's a dash, just a little <laughs> Skosh. a little sprinkling of, of that in there, <laughs> and also the you know the appearance theme, um, which yes, I didn't really mention. That's just kind of the universal Samus appears music. So yeah, <laughs> um, a, sa- a wild <laughs> Samus appears. I <laughs> <laughs> are you a Pokemon? Uh, I wish uh, it's the um. I, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. How this really just kind of takes this, this very kind of eerie, low key piece, and just really ramps it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works. This, uh, it's, it's such a great piece to begin with. And uh, Takahashi did just such an incredible job of exploding it and bringing it out and really making it, um, yeah, epic, appropriately epic for this, uh, yeah, this massive fighting game. And and I, I love hearing Tanaka's work uh, explored like that. Uh, it's yeah. quite a piece to explore. It's again being, I think, being so stark. Uh, the original piece it offers someone to come in and kind of build around it, and and it gives so much. There's so much space, I should say, to build around it and and build it up and make it that much more than what it was before. Not to say that it was bad before, but you know, when someone comes along and reimagines and re-envisions, it's, I always think it's, it could be a great thing. And this is definitely a great thing. Agreed. And what's also cool about that, what you're saying is that they didn't really add much in the way of a, no. a like, like composition to it. They really didn't add a lot of layers. It's Mm-mm. really just playing with the basic melody that was there to begin with. And it's, and, and almost fattening it up, I, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it is the Michael Bay of, of <laughs> Of, uh, music explosion there so music <laughs> let's uh l- let's continue on this yes, uh yes, on this yes. trip through the wonderful world of metroid uh we're sticking with the original nes metroid uh another tune from that game this uh first appeared in super smash brothers brawl and this is norfair um this is a version done by the immortal yuzo koshiro of streets of rage and fame Ooh. as well as a uh, sonic for sega master system shenmue uh, and this is his take on a Hirokazu Tanaka piece from the original Metroid. This is a really cool reinvention. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, this is, uh, there's, there is no, it's, it's hard to say which one's my favorite track that we're going to listen to tonight. Cause oh God, there's so many good, 
good pieces of music we're going to listen to. But as far as like being different from the original, this is probably furthest. This is the furthest trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, based on the original, which is a very weird song, uh, this is a. Um, it, it makes sense that it would be so different because it, there's a lot of room to play. So uh, if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, here is a quick refresher. This is Norfair by Hip Tanaka from the original NES Metroid. So yeah, it's very, um, you know, what are we talking about? It's 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 very reserved. There's not a lot going on there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, again, another. I don't want to say stark track, but um, very intentionally hollow. Um, yes, it's it's meant to feel hot uh, because Norfair is the hot place, uh, <laughs> and it's definitely it's definitely eerie. It's to much like much of the NES Metroid soundtrack is unsettling, and I've always found this song to be slightly unsettling as well. So. Uh, Let's get unsettled together, shall Let's we? Let's get unsettled together with this totally awesome reimagining <laughs> of Norfair by Yuzo Koshiro from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Enjoy. <laughs>
so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> it's, let me get that out of the way. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very Yuzo Koshiro too. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Cause it's got a lot of these like very dance influences. Yeah. But it, it almost takes the weirdness of the original and ramps that up to 11 and <laughs> then makes it a dance song. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so weird. I, I almost don't know what to say about it. Like, um, <laughs> I'm really at a loss here. No, um, okay. First impressions is, uh, yeah, that no, uh, Norfair is, is a very sparse track to begin with. And then, again, going on the theme of building on top of, you know, the foundation that was already put in place. Um, it certainly does do that. It's very, it, the track itself is very strange when it comes to music. Uh, it's the samples in there of the, of the woman talking, they're all chopped up. That's very unnerving. Um, there's the, the, within the first five seconds of it, it plays like the beat and then it just drops out. And I had to double check that there was more after it. I thought something had happened to my stream of the track or whatever. And I looked and I'm like, no. Oh, and then it comes back in. So it's, it's musically and sonically unsettling. Um, it's very strange how much it's willing to play with negative space. Yes. Like there's, it just will stop just sporadically and start again. And there's, there's a lot of silence in this track, which is not something you would expect out of fighting game music. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, and then once you get away from the sporadic parts and it gets into a more, I guess, as you would kind of say it was danceable, that that part is great too. And there's, I think that contains a, a more recognizable element of the, the Norfair uh, original music than other parts of it. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of the thing is that the Norfair track is really, it's super short. It's, mm-hmm. there's not a lot to it. There's really those three basic chunks yep. and then they just repeat over and over again. And yeah. this, uh, this takes those three basic weirdo chunks and just, <laughs> you know, tosses them around like a weirdo salad and then, uh, <laughs> plops them down and throws, throws a beat under it with some, like just a, some really interesting drum fills and stuff. Really, it, it, it also plays with a lot of the rhythm, too, with just these you know, very start-stop things. and It's freaking cool, man. <laughs> it's, just so, it's so complex uh, a track to make out of such a simplistic track to begin with. I just, I'm, I'm unreasonably uh, impressed by it. <laughs> no, I, I dig it. I definitely dig it. It, I, it was very not expected, which I always enjoy. You know, um... You go into something, you're like, okay, I'm going to hear an orchestral version of, you know, The Legend of Zelda theme, like, all right, whatever. And then something <laughs> like that comes along and kind of kicks you in the pants a little bit. It's nice to be, uh, A, pleasantly surprised by something, and B, you know, stop expecting the expected, you know? Like it's, the unexpected is, is a great change of pace, and that's definitely unexpected. And that's definitely something that the Smash Brothers soundtrack does very, very yes. well. Yes, yes, they're very good at that. All right, so let us move to the next track. Yes, please. Still with the original Metroid. Um, yes, please. We are moving on to Escape. Yes, this please. was originally from Smash 4. Uh, this particular remix was arranged by 
Akari Kaida, who worked on the the Capcom fellow, worked on Dino Crisis, Okami, and Mega Man 10, among other things. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, an original by Hirokazu Tanaka. This uh, pulls from both the uh, Escape music, which is kind of the primary thing that's here, mm-hmm. and hence the track being called Escape, uh, but it also jumps into Brinstar from uh, the original Metroid as well. Um, gives a, a nice heaping helping of that tossed in at the end as well. So, um... Here's a quick little refresher for anyone who didn't uh, beat the original Metroid and may not have heard this song. Um, <laughs> Me included. So, uh, so here you go. Here is a brief little snippet of what this is pulling from. ready to dive into uh a really neat version of escape so uh again this is from smash 4 arranged by akari kaida and uh crack up the volume this is a neat one enjoy Thank you. 
god. Oh, that one kills me. I mean, it's it starts off with the it's not exactly the same as the eight bit version, but it's mm-hmm. it's emulating those instruments, and then it just very gradually starts adding these really, really gorgeous real instruments to it, and slowly mm-hmm. fading out the uh, the chip tunes, and then just just transitioning into that amazing string version of this wonderful piece. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> so I... good. Uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me was, yeah, during the chiptune portion, they had this very uh, beautiful accompanying kind of chimes piece. And that was like, I sat mm-hmm. here and, and really like honed in on that. And I thought it was just great. These complimentary, uh, this complimentary mel- melody that went with it. And I'm like, wow, it's gorgeous. And then, yeah, once those cymbals start to crash in and, and everything takes off, it becomes a very sweeping piece of music. And it's just gorgeous. Just a, a very just a very gorgeous piece of music. And I know I kind of said before on uh, The Legend of Zelda, you know, I kind of poo-pooed it like, oh, you know, here's another orchestral, you know, version of, you know, the main theme or whatever. And I'm, I'm not knocking it. I, I didn't, I didn't want to come across like I was knocking it. But, you know, sometimes it's like, uh, all right, you know, I've been there, done that. In this case, I think it really works because it's, I don't think it's something you hear all that often. I feel like there aren't many who do... um orchestral renditions of metroid you know bigger franchises like legend of zelda get that treatment i guess because it's a fantasy game and it lends itself to that and particularly this track this is a deep cut you know this is the music that plays after you beat mother brain before you get to the credits this is right this is not a song that everyone who's a metroid fan is immediately familiar with Um, yeah it's not one of those ones that you you go, oh, hey, that's the, you know, it's... I mean, and, the Brinstar bit is, you know, once, yes, you, once it does that definitely. break and it goes into the Brinstar, and that's wonderful. But again, this isn't just an orchestral cover of, of this song. It's that, it's that what, what's taking from that 8-bit version and then modernizing it like in real time, yes. uh, which is just really, really cool. And I love the way it loops back into it. Um, mm-hmm. There's another track that we didn't do for uh, Super Mario Brothers that's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically that same treatment to the underwater music. Oh, uh, nice. And it's, it, it does a similar thing with the loop where it just uh, kind of gradually fades back into the NES sounds. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this one handles it a little bit better because the, the Mario one's a little bit faster, uh, the, the, the loop back to the 8-bit. But it's still really, really good. God, there's so much good Smash Brothers music I didn't use in these episodes. It's it kills me. Go get these soundtracks. Listen to every single track. They're just so much amazing stuff. But oh my god, this one just this one just melts my heart. I there's there's part of this that really hurts me as well because um this is uh I'm 99% sure I'm right here. Please uh, uh feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But this this um. This pulls from the Famicom Disk System version of this song, mm-hmm. uh, which is shorter from the NES version of this song. There's a, um, a kind of a, a second chunk to this song that's in the NES version, the cartridge version that was released here in America, that uh, I believe just doesn't play in the, uh, the, the Famicom Disk System version. Kind of similar to like the main Mario 2 theme, if you're playing Doki Doki Panic, is like half as long as it was in the US port. They just added more music to it. Um, so, and that second part of the song kind of reminds me a little bit of the title screen music to Metroid, where it just becomes this, there's like this kind of more involved, beautiful end to it before it loops back around. And I would have loved to hear this kind of rendition 
include like just just incorporate that extra piece of music but you know this is this is minor nitpicking for just an extraordinary <laughs> well track. i mean we we do do a show about music and we do if we're, if we're gonna nitpick about music let's nitpick about let's music. nitpick about music yes if you want to <laughs> hear me but if you want to hear me go on and on about that that was in our, our metroid episode a while back but yeah um what a great piece let's move on yes yes oh, yes, yes. oh boy all right so i have a story about this one man I'm comfortable. Let's do it. Uh, so the next piece that we're going to be listening to uh, was one of the first new pieces of music I heard from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Uh, and I lost my mind when I heard this <laughs> because Super Metroid is one of my all time favorites. I'm talking yes. top three. Super Metroid is just about as close to a perfect video game that has ever existed. It is incredible. Yes, and... I will. I will agree on all fronts. <laughs> oh my god! So when they were doing the Smash Dojo uh, for Smash Brothers Brawl, and they would like upload new things every day, when I heard this rendition of the Ridley theme, I could not believe my ears. And <laughs> um, what I didn't realize is just how much cooler the whole thing was because it was just a little snippet on the site, kind of like what they have now with the new Smash Ultimate songs. They're just play. They just give you a little taste. Of course, you listen to the whole thing. Oh my God! So what we're talking about. Well, that's how drugs work. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you know this. So we're we're listening to um the the song in in Smash Brothers is called Versus Ridley, uh, first appearing in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. This uh this rendition uh, hails to us from Yusuke Takahama of Ribbit King, Super Pinball, and Bad Dudes for NES fame. We talked about him uh, before. Uh, and this is uh, the original from Super Metroid by Kenji Yamamoto and Inako Hamano. Uh, Super Metroid, a game that we need to do on this show. Yes, uh, please. Pretty soon. Well, it's next in the Metroid Pantheon. We've already done Metroid and Metroid yep. 2, so Super mm-hmm. Metroid is next on the list. Um, so yeah, Super Metroid's going to happen soon. Uh, and this was called, uh, on the version of the soundtrack that I have, this track was called Big Boss Confrontation because it wasn't just for Ridley. It was used in uh, like Ridley, Dragon... Uh, I think uh, one or two other spots in the game as well. Um, great piece of music. Great piece of music. Uh, and an incredible, incredible <laughs> new version for Smash Brothers. So here is your, your quick um, look back on the original version. Just a little refresher. So, 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 so take a second. <laughs> floating around you know what song we're talking about crank up your freaking volume and <laughs> and get ready for just just to have your your face melted by the incredibly awesome versus ridley from super smash brothers brawl arranged by yusuke takahama enjoy
<laughs> oh, uh, how do I describe this without cursing? <laughs> Just curse. Just do it, man. <laughs> I'll allow it. I like to try to keep it family friendly. Wow. Just wow, man. <laughs> how do they do that? What I want to know is how you really feel about this. I like it quite a bit. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Oh, my God. You've been listening to NPR. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, face melting, yes. It is very much on par with, like, just, uh, you know, when, I, I feel like that song is what people think of when they don't know what heavy metal is and that's what they hear. But I, I might be saying that as a kind of negative, but I think it's perfect. That track is perfect for A, what it is uh, working off of and like, you know, what it's building off of its original song and stuff. It ramps it, ramping it up. Fantastic. And B for a fighting game. I like, I want that kind of stuff playing when I'm either beating someone or getting beaten, which is usually the case, but that song is perfect. And there's such great little like metal um, uh, must haves in there. Like oh, cliches, yeah. that's the word. Metal cliches. It, it, it is very more based on like cliched metal than you're not. You're not listening to like double bass drum or anything like that. We're, we're no. not. We're not listening to Dying Fetus here. We're we're <laughs> we're, we're listening to um. I, I someone's interpretation know. of metal. You know what I mean? And it is. It is Pantera so, Cowboys from Hell. It's yeah. It's freaking <laughs> on point. It oh, is it's so good. so yeah. on point. I mean, just. The way they play with the weird rhythm of this song, you know, it already has yeah. kind of an unsettling rhythm to begin with. And just the addition of the friggin' um, the, the, the keyboard. Um, yes. Kind of going along. It is so perfect to adding this crazy layer of cool to this, but just like the way they added drums to this, because, you know, the original version doesn't have much in the way of percussion. It's very... You know, the Super Metroid soundtrack is very orchestral sounding to begin with. Mm-hmm. And this is just taking that and making it this this incredible metal rock song that does God, the part where it goes all staccato when it's just like dun, 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 dun. it was like, oh god, and then it drops out <laughs> everything except for the bass for that I, split second and then it just crashes back in like I holy am crap. such a sucker for uh musical drops just for the bass. Oh my yeah, me too. They, they get me every time and that's this is oh this song. I always have the same reaction too. I'm like, oh man, that was cool. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. It's so good. I yeah. freaking love that piece. I, I, I love this because it this you know when you when we listen to uh um uh what was it um a Norfair earlier mm-hmm. and it's like this really weird interpretation of this really weird song. Yeah, this would have worked just as well in Super Metroid because when Ridley shows up, yes, and this music is playing like. This music screams, I'm fighting a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> and it's, oh, absolutely. From, yeah, from another planet. It's not yeah. even terrestrial. It's extraterrestrial. Yeah. I'm, I'm fighting like a, a fire-breathing dragon that would, you know, just beat me up. Not just, you know, chew on me or anything. Because, like, that's the great thing about Ridley. And I love that he's in, in uh, Smash now as a playable character with that level of brutality. Is that they made this character so brutal more brutal as time went on you know when you talk look at him in the original metroid he's like he was very difficult in the original metroid and then he shows back up in super metroid and it's like 
your my head exploded you know playing the beginning <laughs> of that game and you find the baby metroid and all of a sudden there's ridley and he looks amazing and i recognized yeah. him straight off the bat like giant purple dragon oh my god look how cool ridley looks and he's spitting fire everywhere but by the time you get to something like other m which metroid other m is a it is a very deeply flawed game um but it also has in my opinion the best ridley fight that the series has ever seen until uh samus returns happened which i think may have overtaken that ridley fight but um they really started to do things where ridley would just get in your face and grab you and just slam you against things mm -hmm. um and that battle against Rid ridley and other m is just freaking ridiculous and even the, the fight against uh him in um uh, prime three where you're falling down this giant you're falling down this giant chasm Yep. And he keeps like reaching out with his claws and grabbing onto the sides and like biting at you and stuff. Oh my god. This piece of music is ridiculous. It is <laughs> it has been reinterpreted a bunch of times. This is one of my absolute favorites. This is just ugh, blah, 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 so good. <sighs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you could work through that uh in a professional manner. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um so we're we're leaving metroid behind us now and it's time to move on Aww. to Star Fox. Another, um, I, I, no, i'm a fan i i remember getting the original Star Fox the day it dropped and and rushing home and playing it so this yes. is gonna be nostalgia for me it is um because you are i think a lot like me where mm -hmm. um i am a huge fan of the super nintendo Star Fox, yes. and i like Star Fox 64 but i love Star Fox for super nintendo there was something about 64 that didn't uh, feel right. It didn't feel... It was like the same IP. You know, the characters were there and the tropes were there, but it didn't... It for just, me, it was the music. It was the music that, that was, was a big turnoff for me with Star Fox 64 because visually, God, I remember at the time that VHS tape that came in the mail was like showing you what Star Fox looks like and Star Fox 64 with the rumble pack and I couldn't yeah. believe how good this game looked and that, that everything was voiced over I was in love with Star Fox 64 I don't want to undercut my love for Star Fox 64 no of course it just there's no, something ahead. that always felt uh, off and from yeah. the jump for me it had always been the music because I felt that the original Star Fox has one of the best um science fiction themes of almost any uh, uh almost any video game it's mm -hmm. this is it's such a good theme song and all the music in this game really just was doing such incredible things with the super nintendo and what we're going to hear here is three different tracks from star fox and they all come from the original star fox because i picked it darn it and uh, that's what i'm sticking <laughs> with uh, hey listen no complaints from this corner these are the ones that i felt were the most impressive to me that really really made me uh just jump for joy because um two of these three tracks are exactly what we were just talking about how they're taking the original version and just making them orchestral uh what makes this so impressive to me is that um the original versions were so are so close to this, and they're on Super Nintendo for crying out loud. Um, yeah, and so hearing those ones just with that proper real instrument fidelity was so impressive to me. And these are just really great compositions to begin with. Um, so we're going to start off with main theme Star Fox from uh, first appearing in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. This particular rendition was by Seiji Momoi. Uh, who was the composer for Joe and Mac for Super Nintendo, uh, Captain America and the Avengers for NES, and Arkanoid <laughs> Do It Again 
So that's a the deep cut. As deep cuts as far as a musical yeah. history goes. I don't know how um, Sakurai and the Smash Brothers team was involved with this particular composer, but hey, that's awesome. Uh, the original uh, comes to us from the original Super NES version of Star Fox by Hajime Hirasawa. And uh, so here is your quick refresher course of main theme from Star Fox. about the Super Nintendo game that's so impressive, musically speaking, just the way it portrayed the strings and the timpani uh, just really gave this, this that epic space opera feel. Um, and this particular song, actually, this version of the main theme was what played over the credits of the original game. Um, so here is uh, main theme, Star Fox, from Super Smash Bros. Brawl, as arranged by Seiji Momoi. Uh, and yeah, enjoy. I'm proud to have your socks knocked clean off. <laughs> <laughs>
so much. Just that composition is so nice, that main theme. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's one of those uh, main themes that's instantly recognizable, at least to me. It is, and I can't believe the Star Fox series didn't stick with that theme. Like, it's the same, it, you know, there's that new Voltron show on yes. uh, Netflix that's so freaking good, except yes. why didn't they reuse the original theme song? I, come on, that's been stuck in my head since the 80s. It's so good. <laughs> that might, uh, uh, I don't want to venture off, but that's probably my only gripe with that show is they, because every time like it starts, I always want to, I'm ready to belt it out with, and it doesn't ever happen. It doesn't. So. And it's like, it's not like the new theme is bad, but it's just, no, it's, it's ultimately forgettable. And that's exactly yes. how I feel about the music in Star Fox 64. And most Star Fox games after this, like I don't really recall much of the music. This is such a memorable theme, and so much of the music in the original Star Fox is like Harasawa's just soundtrack on the original Star Fox is so memorable. I I don't know why a lot of this music wasn't reused. So when this all came back in Brawl, I was just floored. I was so happy with it. Well, then I mean, clearly someone felt the exact same way when they said WTF? Why don't we have this stuff? Exactly. You, you know, know some um, really good tracks. Why are we, why are they just collecting Up until dust? that, they were work. they were really sticking, well, Star Fox 64 is the more popular game. Star Fox 64 is the one that is so revered, and um, I, I still prefer the original one. There's just... I'm, listen, I'm with you on that one. It's ugly as dirt by today's standards, of obviously, course. and it doesn't run great, but I just think it, it's, it's got such character to it, and... It's one of the many, many, many heartbreaking things about Star Fox Zero is that it really got a lot of that feeling right, except it was just so just damaged by the fact that it required the use of the Wii U gamepad and the weird two-screen movement thing. That game is weird. But original <laughs> Star Fox, big fat thumbs up, and this is a really great rendition of that piece because it basically is just taking what was in the original game and orchestrating it. Yes, and they oh, didn't absolutely. really need to do a lot of reimagining or anything with it. It's just like here you Some, go. You know, sometimes less is more, and I think this is a case of let's not overthink this. We know what they were going for. Let's just make that happen. Agreed. Agreed. Now the next one uh, is actually a little bit of a a little bit of a change over the original one, um, and not my favorite, but I love this original track so much. Uh, similar to what we were talking about with like the, um, I guess the. Uh, wrecking crew one from the first uh, from our, our second smash episode uh right. where it was like i just love this music so much that somebody redid it in the first place uh this is a similar situation this is a uh, corneria from the original star fox uh, that first appeared in super smash brothers brawl this particular rendition comes to us from kentaro ishizaka who uh the only credit i could find for this particular person was smash brothers brawl <laughs> so okay <laughs> uh, again original by Hajime Hirasawa and uh, from the original Star Fox this is the stage one music of Corneria this is such a great piece of music and um, while this new version uh, does not knock it out of the park uh, it does certainly get a lot of stuff right so here's your quick refresher course on Corneria from Star Fox <laughs> It's 
90s, you know. There's orchestra hits and electric guitars. Yeah. <laughs> no getting around it. Uh, and this is a this is a pretty it's it's uh it's pretty faithful. Let's let's call it that. Um and and you're what you're about to listen to is not by any stretch of the imagination what I would consider bad. Um it's just not the best that we're going to listen to tonight, but it's still a darn good track. Here's Corneria from Super Smash Brothers Brawl, arranged by Kentara Ishizaka. Enjoy. think it is about that one is i don't think it needed the dance beat <laughs> you know if you take away the the unts, 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 if you take that away from it and put just actual drums to it i think it would be really really good i don't know man uh it reminds me of a, a period in the late 90s and the early 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 2000s where there was like this form of uh techno called happy hardcore and it's basically mm-hmm. that, just like a hard kick and, you know, but it was like everything was upbeat. The music was mm-hmm. upbeat. The melodies were upbeat. Um, I actually kind of dig that for for all its cheese. 
it's like a whole big bucket of cheese. But it, yeah, it is. It's kind of fun. It is fun. Yeah, I, I again, I don't want to disparage this. I no, really dig this this track. It's why it's here. But um, I don't know. There's. I'm still waiting for that really, really... You know how we've been listening to a handful of these songs mm-hmm. so far that I think just absolutely knock it out of the park? Yeah, I'm I get waiting it. for that version of Corneria that just nails it for me. Well, I mean, and... with, with 28 hours of non-repeatable <laughs> music, there's a chance. There is a chance. There is a chance. Uh, I mean, who the heck knows what new Star Fox pieces are going to be in this, uh, this new game. So, ugh, wonderful. <laughs> Jeez. All but. right. Let's keep this train of moving. It's getting late and I'm getting tired. Um <laughs> this next one is uh is this is another straight uh more or less straight uh just orchestration of a uh an original. This has always been one of my favorites from the original Star Fox. This is the Space Armada theme. Uh, uh this 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 song is so cool. It's so um Star Warsian almost like it's just I don't know how to explain this this it's just it's such a perfect song to match the stage that it's attached to it's very spacey very actiony very intense but very reserved at the same time mm-hmm. uh it's just got a really really great drum beat and um like just just lots of lots of snare and it, it works incredibly well and I've always loved the original and when this new just straight up orchestrated version hit I could not believe how good it sounded um, because it just brings that original composition to life in a way that my imagination had always just been swirling about. So um, this new version is, uh, again, it's called Space Armada from uh, first appearing in Smash Brothers Brawl. This is from Kenji Ito, uh, known for Final Fantasy Adventure, Saga Frontier, Sword of Mana, etc. Uh, so this is a square person, mm-hmm. uh, not an actual square person, <laughs> uh, somebody who works. They square. put him in a jar. It was yeah. grown in a jar like a watermelon. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Um, the original, again, by Hajime Hirasawa from Star Fox. Uh, so here's your quick little refresher on what Space Armada originally sounded like. <laughs> Rings and the timpani is god i can't wait to do a star fox episode someday um Ooh, i but, like that idea yeah here you go this is uh kenji ito's version of space armada from super smash brothers brawl uh is one of my all-time favorites enjoy <laughs>
I swear, listening to that track gives me chills. I mean, if any song's gonna do it, it's definitely one of them. It's um, it's incredibly well written. Yeah, it's uh, God, what a great piece. Regardless of how sonically it's it's captured, whether it's you know from the old uh, Super Nintendo cartridge or you know uh, as you pointed out, giving it the proper instrumentation recording, it's it's just a beautiful composition. It is. It's it's. It's beautiful. You're right. It, it, that's that's the word for it. It is. It's, yeah. There's no other it's word. It's stunning. For it. It's God. This this track just has always stuck with me. It's one of my favorite tracks in the original, and um, it's just one of those deep cuts. You know, it's not a song that anybody really thinks about. Um, mm-hmm. They think of Star Fox music. Everyone thinks of Star Fox sixty four. Dump 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 da da da. And okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's a neat little neat little tune, but man, everything in the original Star Fox was so epic. It was such epic, sprawling, spacing yes. music, and God, just I, I as we're listening to it t- tonight, just I had my eyes closed, just imagining what a remake of Star Fox would look like with mm. modern graphics and this music playing in the background, and it just gives me chills. If it would be so incredible, I I, I mean I could always preface it by saying if done correctly, but. If done correctly, it could be such a great and and massive game. Like, like almost like a, I, I envision like an assault on like a space station in an almost an sandbox, you know, like open world feel. A, with object, oh man, Nintendo, if you're listening, this um, call me. Yeah, this this new game they got coming out the um Starlink. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that, that's coming out. That's got the, the Star Fox characters in the Switch version. I'm very interested in because it seems like a a slightly more manageable No Man's Sky, uh, but with Star Fox characters, which mm. to me sounds like a really great way to do Star Fox. Somebody needs to nail Star Fox. Really, is what this comes down to. Somebody needs to get this right. And I feel like had there not been so much meddling in the Star Fox Zero, that could have been the the nice reset that the series needs um but there's a lot of potential these characters are great the idea i love on rail shooters so much um yeah but i digress <laughs> uh, it, it's time to move on to the last oh, the last batch of tracks for tonight we're moving yeah, on buddy. to mega man now this is this is this was a tough one because i, I know we only have so much time left in the episode and sure. i wanted to get to you know we had to make tons of cuts and really there, the, a lot of the Mega Man music that was added in Smash Brothers was because Mega Man's only appeared in one game so far. Um, was great, but it was also a lot of what it was just like medleys of the original tunes, like smushed together, which were super cool. But that's not really what we're here for. We're here for the the crazy, awesome reimaginings and whatnot. And uh, this next track here is uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this is my favorite track of the night because this is um. God, there's a, there's there's one specific piece in here when it switches from one song to the next that's just in freaking incredible. Uh, so what we're about to listen to is the Mega Man Two medley from Smash Four. Um, this was when Mega Man was announced for Smash Four. Uh, I, I I it was just one of those moments that I will never forget of just how unbelievably excited I was. And this was the music playing when when uh, that happened when they showed off that trailer where um you know Mega Man gets beat up a whole bunch and then he starts g- using all these different weapons from the different games and God just do you know what trailer I'm talking about when they first showed Mega Man do you remember the CG trailer I'm talking about 
it's it's like it's dust. It's a film on the back of my brain somewhere. I, I know standing of it. up on a cliff, and they all beat him up a whole bunch. And then he switches over to Metal Blade, and, he, and the, the Wily stage music starts playing. And he chucks the Metal Blade and like almost cuts Mario's head off. And then Link blocks it with his shield, and it's just this incredible moment. So, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And I, we haven't even listened to the darn music yet. Yeah, so, yeah right. we haven't even gotten there yet. We haven't so, even listened to the old music. <laughs> Mega Man 2 Medley from Smash 4. Uh, this particular rendition was done by a Capcom veteran, Mine Fuji. Uh, did music for Captain Commando, Breath of Fire, Mega Man 4, um, and, uh, well, this particular, this one is credited to three different people. You've got uh, Minai Fuji, you've got Mary Yamaguchi, uh, known for Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Final Fight 2 and Mega Man 5, and Yuko Takahara uh, from X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Final Fight 3, Mega Man X6, X, uh, Mega Man X, Mega Man 6, and Mega Man 7. Talk about some freaking powerhouses involved yeah. in this particular mix here. Uh, the originals are two different songs from Mega Man 2 uh, by Takashi Tateishi. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. Uh, and we're talking about... You want to talk about iconic music, man. We're talking about the title screen music and the Dr. Wily Stage 1 music from Mega Man 2. Mm. Uh, not that you need a refresher, no. but just in case... Just to get you in the mood, here you go. We did that already. We did a Mega Man 2 episode, and it was incredible. But boy, what you got! Oh boy, <laughs> we played this at the top of the episode, um, which gets edited in afterwards. So Matt, Matt hasn't even listened to this yet. Do you, do, do you remember? Ah, I know you you didn't really play the Wii U version, so no. I don't know how much of this you've heard. Uh, probably when, none of it. When this switches from the Mega Man title screen music to the Doctor Wily music. It is one of my favorite transitions I've ever heard in a song in history. It is so flawless. Oh my god. All right. Here we go. Mega Man 2 Medley. Smash 4. Enjoy.
perfect, absolutely flawless. Oh my god. They took um, <laughs> essentially two of my favorite pieces from Mega Man 2. Growing up, it was the only Mega Man I owned. Still currently own the original cartridge. And I love that game to pieces. And they took two of my absolute favorite uh, tracks and flawlessly put them together. That is oh, everything God. I would imagine an updated, you know, fully, let's see, having everything at your fingertips as a composer. That's exactly what I imagine you would come up with for the Mega Man franchise. It's so it's so perfect. I, if, they, they, if there's they, a Mega Man movie and that's not in it, I'm gonna be very upset. You got the the title screen music, which is already I mean you know obviously yes. it kicks off with the, the the character select, which is you have to. But yep. That, then you you get to this. You got that just going oh, like that, that really driving. That's one of the fattest bass sounds I've heard in a long time. Right? That's so ridiculous. But then the main melody is being played with this chiptune sound. Yep. Which is such a great little dichotomy going back and forth there. It's just like all this business around it is just like just getting heavier and heavier. And you've just got do 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 And it's such a, oh my God, that's such a set you up for how awesome this game is about to be tuned. But holy crap on a pita when that thing <laughs> breaks down, when it's just like it just breaks down to the bare minimum with the and then it just freaking nails, just picks up a chainsaw and beats you over the head with it with that Dr. Wiley stage theme with the electric guitar. Then, <laughs> holy crap, I can't believe how good that is. Oh my God. And then it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Just. On top of that, like just the the crazy driving comes back in, tying it into that first half of the song, and then it goes into that full on string business where it's just like the most epic thing to ever epic ever, and then it just <laughs> and then I have a heart attack and drown in my own barf, and then it starts over again, and I'm resurrected because I can't stop listening to this music. It's so freaking cool. I love this track so much. Ah, you know. You know... I'm really going to have to talk to you after this show about uh, holding back. And, uh, you know, you really need to be a little less, um, I don't know. Less reserved. And, uh, yeah, with your words and, and your emotions. Uh, we're we're going to, you know, I don't want to bore you guys listening. We'll, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> I swear, when, the, when, when this, listen to this, and this is on my, my, you know, go exercising or running playlist all the time because it's, oh, it just, has to be. It's so intense, but I swear, I, I, listening to it right now, like, I just, when I listen to some of the, some of the music when we do these episodes, I have these, these big noise canceling headphones on and I just shut my eyes and I press them against my ears so I can hear nothing but this music. And this one just moves me to tears every time because it is just so freaking good. It's because, you know, Mega Man 2 was just such a uh, such an important game for so many of us as as kids. Yeah. I mean, in this music, particularly these two songs are just ingrained. And this was the like I said before, this was kind of a hard thing to narrow down. I I could only I only had 3 tracks left to play from Mega Man and uh, I I feel confident that the tracks that I picked are the best representations, but gosh, dang it, go back and listen <laughs> to everything this has to offer and then go to the new smash brothers website because in in smash ultimate there is a mega man 4 medley 
I, I think I mentioned it the last time we, we did yeah. an episode. Um, mm-hmm. That's by uh, friggin' uh, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog guy. Oh my god, it's so, so good. And I don't even love Mega Man 4. Like, 3 is my favorite, hands down. 4 is probably my least favorite regular Mega Man game. And they nailed the music so freaking good there, too. But, alright, anyway. Back to business. <laughs> I, 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 I already exploded over this game, uh, this, this track. Um, Man. Oh, man. You crack me up, dude. I I wanted to end on that one, but I also wanted Could've. to freak out about it. And yeah. if we ended on it, I don't get to talk about it afterwards. So uh, I, I I picked something else to end on. But this next one's going to be the last track uh, that we 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 play before uh, we we play out for the night. And uh, the one that I decided to go with again, premiering in Smash Four because that's the only one with Mega Man in it so far until Ultimate comes out, is Cutman Stage. Uh, this particular arrangement comes to us from Michiko Naruke uh, of the Wild Arms series fame. Um, the original by Minami Matsume from the original NES version of Mega Man. Um, this is a Mega Man soundtrack that sticks out uh, almost like a sore thumb in the, the, uh, the history of Mega Man music because it's, 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 always, it's always felt kind of intrinsically different to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Great, don't get me wrong. I mean, really great music. Some of my favorite songs in the series, uh, Elect Man Stage uh, and Bomb Man Stage. I love those songs. Yeah, those are um, good ones. And this is another classic one. This is Cut Man Stage uh, from the original Mega Man. And this particular b- remix of it is really cool. Because um, uh, Cut Man Stage, the instrumentation, I think, holds it back a little bit in the original NES version. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've heard some really cool remixes of Cutman Stage over the years, and uh, this ranks among my favorites. So uh, here's your refresher course from Mega Man 1, Cutman Stage. <laughs> Classic tune. Yep. Um, but it's missing a little something. And I think uh, Michiku Naruke found it because uh, <laughs> this one here is fantastic. So sit back and enjoy Cutman Stage from Smash 4.
that don't make you tap your toes, I don't know what will. You're dead inside if you don't. Exactly. That was uh, another one that it was like um, an 80s metal rendition, but not in a negative way. It's, I, I feel like um, between the Mega Man 2 medley and uh, this Cutman remake or whatever you want to consider it, they both have a, uh anime vibe to them, which mm-hmm. to me sp- sparks imagery of, uh, again, fighting games, of fast combat, which is everything uh, Smash has evolved to. Every, co- every time a new iteration of the game comes out, the action looks bigger and faster and more flashy and, you know, everything you have to have, you know, um, like inhuman reflexes to play these games and these songs are so uh, perfect for that they they complement the visual uh, yeah it's uh, this uh, I like I said before I've heard a lot of different remixes this one including a really cool um version from Mega Man Powered Up for PSP that uh Mega Man Powered Up for PSP kind of took all the uh, original Mega Man music from it's a remake of Mega Man 1 Mm-hmm. Um, with a lot of like a kind of a chibi art style, which is a little ridiculous. Um, but the gameplay itself is super solid, and uh, you can if you beat the uh, the bosses without using special weapons, you get to play as them, which is really cool. And That's all the music was kind of redone with major chords instead of the minor chords. So, mm. like a major chord version of this song is actually quite awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, I-, I think this is a great version. I think this is a, a a wonderful little thing to go out on. Not that we're going out on this one, but um, it's a it is a very cool rendition of the song. I love the um, what's it uh, just the intro too, the way it yeah. kicks off the da 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 with this the snare drum really just kind of brings that home. I like that it's secondary a, piece that it uh it does the cut time, uh huh, and yeah. when it drops into that, I was like, yeah, that is super cool. I could not possibly agree with you more it is super cool all right uh well that's that's pretty much it that's where we are for tonight uh we've we've got one more to play out to but um that's our show uh join us next time when we'll be continuing our smash brothers journey in a timely fashion this time i promise uh by highlighting series music from yoshi donkey kong and kirby all fun, fun games. I, oh, I'm my a big goodness. fan of them just for the fun factor. So, and the music, you know, go back and listen to our Donkey Kong uh, episode. Some great music there. I know we're going to be just pouring over that stuff. Yeah. Um, we're, we've got some, we got some crazy David Wise stuff coming at you. We've got, um, and the Kirby music. Oh, my, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I, I know you say Kirby, Yoshi, and Donkey Kong coming off of, uh, you know, Mega Man, Metroid, <laughs> yeah. Star Fox. Like, this is a very different flavor, but oh boy, there's some winners on the next episode. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Uh, as always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the games we've discussed here today, and you can do so on our Waveback Facebook page. Just search for Waveback on, Wave on Facebook, and you can find out more information on the next games we'll be listening to as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Uh, so we're going to play you out with a final 
Mega Man Remix. Uh, and this is, again, coming to us from uh, Super Smash Bros. 4, and it is Sparkman staged from Mega Man 3. Spar uh, Mega Man 3 being my all-time favorite Mega Man game uh, with, I think, uh, the best soundtrack the series has to offer overall. Yes, I know some people think I'm crazy for that and say Mega Man 2 has it, you know, has it in the bag, but... I think Mega Man 3 edges it out overall. I think there are some stronger pieces in Mega Man 2, but overall, I think Mega Man 3 has the best soundtrack. It is incredible, front to back. Uh, this particular remix was done by um, Ace. Uh, so this is what it's, it's credited to, Ace Tomori Kudo slash Chico. Um, I, have, I, I had a hard time finding specifically this, but I believe... This person and or people uh, contributed music to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Super Mario 3D World, and Fantasy Life, uh, which uh, I've played two of those. No, I played one of those three games, uh, and I've heard a little bit of music from Xenoblade 2. Uh, never heard anything from Fantasy Life, but um, this, is a, uh, this is a neat little remix of a Sparkman stage from Mega Man 3, originally by uh, Yasukai Fujita and Harumi Fujita. and um, this is another instance where I do think I find the original version to be the superior tune, but uh, this is a pretty badass remake, uh, especially in the way that in, um, you know, because we get to talk about it a little bit beforehand now because we're not going to be talking afterwards. Yeah. Um, one of the changes, they, they make a, a, a change to the bass line in this song uh, where instead of staying stagnant, it kind of starts to climb a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think it just adds a really neat layer to it. So at the very least, this is a very interesting rendition of this song. So just uh, here is your final refre refresher course. Here is uh, the original Sparkman stage from Mega Man 3. <laughs> play you out with Sparkman stage from Smash 4. Matt, do you have any final words before we say goodbye? Uh, you know, after the announcement today, uh, I've wanted a Switch, but I think after the announcement today, I, I need a Switch, so uh, <laughs> maybe I'll see you guys out there. Maybe you will. I certainly hope so. We'll make sure you get your hands on one. Alright, <laughs> uh, enjoy Sparkman stage, and we'll see you in I promise a much shorter period of time uh, to listen to some more great Super Smash Brothers music. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for all your positive feedback that we've been hearing from people. And uh, thanks again for listening. See you next time. Good night. <laughs>